I'm Steve Morgan, founder of Cybersecurity Ventures and editor-in-chief at Cybercrime Magazine. I'm here today with Richard Seewald, founder and managing partner at Evolution Equity Partners, an international venture capital investor partnering with exceptional entrepreneurs to develop market-leading cybersecurity and enterprise software companies. To learn more about our partner, Evolution Equity, visit evolutionequity.com. Richard, welcome. Thank you for joining us today. Hey, Steve, thank you very much. And once again, really a pleasure to be here to talk about the cybersecurity market as we close out the year. You know, another year of really exciting news in this category. Agreed. So I want your perspective, Richard, because really for me, it's the best perspective. We talk to each other on a quarterly basis and, you know, it's a sanity check for me to bounce things off you. This year, 2023, we tracked more than $9 billion worth of cybersecurity venture capital investments. Now, as big as that number is, according to some media outlets, it's down year over year from last year by as much as anywhere from 25 to 30%. I would really just call it a normal year, which is actually a great year for cybersecurity. During and right after COVID, we saw back-to-back record-setting years, but I don't think that's sustainable. It's not realistic to expect that every year. What's your take on 2023? I think 2023 reflects a number that, if you look at the five-year average, sits right in sort of the sweet spot, the average investment amount that we've seen over a longer period of time. Clearly, in 2021 and 2022, there was more capital available. There were more generalists investing in the cybersecurity space and even more cybersecurity-focused funds that at that point still had capability to invest and were investing. So I think 2023, while being one of the more interesting times to have been investing in the cybersecurity venture capital opportunity, had a element of imbalance of supply and demand of capital vis-a-vis 2020 or 2021. And I think that's a pretty healthy position to be in for the industry. So I want to ask you about deal sizes, you know, the amount of money per deal that's been invested. In 2023, we tracked 22 deals that were $100 million investments or more. So we're not seeing as many investments in that larger range compared to last year. Is this a normalization for our market or what does that tell us? I think several things. So on the larger deal front, many of the companies that have raised sizable rounds in 21 or 2022, we're still sitting on decent amounts of cash. And therefore, you didn't see the volume come out in 2023 on that larger end of the spectrum of cybersecurity companies. I think in 2024, you will see more. Those companies will have gone through a process where They've been able to rationalize. They've been able to develop that Goldilocks zone of growth and ROI focus, rule of 40 approach. And as they enter into the market into 2024, probably better position to raise larger rounds of funding. Now, that won't apply to every company, but certainly companies that have focused on those two elements, continued growth and the ability to generate ROI-focused returns will certainly prosper. And I think in 2024, we're going to see more deals that are larger than $100 million. 
So Richard, Cybersecurity Ventures predicts that the global cost of cybercrime damage by the end of this year, and this is annually, so for the year, will be $8 trillion. And to put that in perspective, it would equate to the world's third largest economy. I mean, it's just such an astronomical figure. And we're predicting that's going to tick up by 15% per year over the next two years at least. So next year, it would place the figure at about $9.5 trillion and up to $10.5 trillion in 2025. In your opinion, is cybercrime the primary driver of the cybersecurity market? And what other drivers are there? Well, it's certainly, you know, a big driver in the cybersecurity market. But I think when you look at cybercrime and that coming from hackers and criminals, you have to look at that in context of nation state activity. Some of that cybercrime is a function of nation state activity. There are other parts of the cybersecurity market that we could probably attribute to nation activity where spend there addresses some of the impactful events that we've seen over the last couple of years. So I think when you put together cybercrime, nation state activity, you have the entirety of the cybersecurity market that's driven by those factors. So last year when you were on with us, Richard, towards the end of 2022, you gave us a rundown of Evolution Equities investments, some of the bigger investments you made for that year. So give us a rundown, if you can, 2023, some of the companies that Evolution Equity invested into. You know, we had a pretty active year. So when you look at our largest investment of the year, it is in a company called Arctic Wolf. Arctic Wolf, market leader in managed detection and response, addressing cybersecurity for mid and large companies, moving into that enterprise zone very quickly and effectively. Tremendous team, awesome technology, and a market that will continue to grow. We think Arctic Wolf is the market leader in this category going forward. There are some larger players that play, certainly in that larger enterprise category. But when it comes to that mid-market and small enterprise segment, Arctic Wolf, one of the larger investments we made this year. I'll move on to Torque. We made an investment in Torque hyper-automation platform utilizing machine learning and AI to enable significant efficiencies in the SOC. You're going to see that company expand tremendously. Just a great team, great technology, great market there. We love the position that they're in and excited about what happens there going forward. I'll move on to another company, Protect AI. So Protect AI is positioned today in a segment where there is significant demand for protecting that developer builder ecosystem for machine learning and AI algorithms. Virtually any discussion today in cyber talks about the impact of machine learning and AI, and Protect AI addresses that at a foundational level. So they are protecting that builder and developer ecosystem before code goes into production, where it's absolutely necessary to get it right. And to give you an indication of the impact of uh, code that goes into production and that is implemented across the supply chain, just think about machine learning and AI algorithms that are built for trading or that accelerate drug discovery or that relate to mission-critical capabilities of an organization. If that goes wrong, 
that can impact productivity, that can impact operations in a significant way. So again, Protect AI addressing the foundational aspect of machine learning and AI security. There's three there, but there are many more. I want to make sure that we have time to address all our questions. Absolutely. So Richard, there's definitely a tendency for us, and I don't mean just you and I, but the market in general to get caught up in the latest and greatest investments. Of course, it makes headlines, but I think it's really important for us to look back at companies You've invested in 2021, 2022 in fantastic companies. And these companies are really, really executing in the market, even if they may not have had a recent raise. Security Scorecard is one company who we track very carefully. They're one of the hottest companies in the market, and there are others. So maybe talk to us a little bit about some of those investments from a year or two ago and what they're doing now. Yeah, we invested in Security Scorecard even around 2016. So We've been part of that story and a partner to Alex and the team there since inception. And the company continues to be positioned extremely well as the market leader in cybersecurity risk ratings. Another great year, another year of expansion, and we look forward to 2024 where there's more of that. So security scorecard, front row and center, uh, market leader, great example of an investment we made a few years ago. I'll move on to another category, Pantera, and automated pen testing. Pantera had a tremendous year, a team that has built a platform to address the demands of chief security officers and boards with respect to automated pen testing 365 days a year, seven days a week, 24 hours a day. They were able to deliver the type of analysis that enables companies to make smarter business decisions as it relates to cyber. And I underline business decisions as it relates to cyber. It's no longer a technical decision only. It relates to the overall impact of the business and the type of cyber posture that's in place. That's the second company. The third company, Quantexa. Quantexa plays in an adjacency to cybersecurity. And they deliver protection for financial fraud. Utilizing machine learning and AI algorithm, they deliver a solution for financial fraud, real-time AML, KYC, and solutions in adjacent areas. Now, cybersecurity and financial fraud in many ways are close cousins because of the perpetrators of those attacks. The perpetrators of those attacks are often the same organizations. And understanding those attacks and methodologies together is extremely helpful. I can tell you that Quantexa has performed well. They continue to win in their categories, and we're excited about 2024 and beyond for those companies. So Richard, I want to ask you more about the market, but before we do that, I have to ask about your firm, Evolution Equity Partners. We've been tracking you for years, and I think it was maybe back in 2015, 2016, I was telling people, you have to watch this firm. They are really shaking things up. It's just so impressive what you've done, Richard, since then. So tell us about your growth story, and I don't just mean the investments. You've brought on new partners, new staff. You opened up a new office in New York. You just put on one of the best cybersecurity conferences I've been to. That was just the other day in New York City. And in fact, I had the chance to meet in person with the CEO of Pentera, Quantexa, some of the other companies that you talked about. So give us an update on what you've been doing and maybe what's ahead for 2024. 
Hey, Steve, thank you very much. Look, it's an honor to be active in this category. I think when we wake up every morning as a team, you know, our mission to invest in best-of-breed cybersecurity companies that defend and protect what matters most, you know, underlies the drive that we have as a team to invest in best-of-breed companies, but also build evolution equity partners. So you're absolutely right. We expanded the partnership. We brought on two new partners, Yuval Ben-Itzak, an individual that has been active in the cybersecurity space for over 20 years as an entrepreneur, a CEO, a CTO, a great leader in the category. We also added Tahir El-Gamal, who was a venture partner for us for many years. Tahir, a luminary in the cybersecurity space, the father of SSL, architect of the encryption algorithms that protect day-to-day communication on the internet. Just a tremendous individual that complements a team extremely well. So seven partners, team of 25, offices in Palo Alto, New York, Zurich, and London, addressing deals from Palo Alto to Prague and on to Tel Aviv. We've been active in this space and very excited about, you know, what's in front of us. We happen to be investing out of a fresh fund. I think what we're seeing on the deal pipeline is just better than ever before. With that, we're able to provide the type of value add we think that utilizes the experience of this team. And it's a playbook of a team that's been together for over two decades, building cybersecurity companies, all of that now institutionalized in a platform that delivers value alongside capital. And I have to say, we love investing and being active in this category. There is an important mission here to defend and protect what matters most. And our definition of what matters most is protecting the businesses, the governments that are around the world, allies of our country, elections, social media, but underlying that our way of life and cybersecurity is a key function in defending and protecting there. And again, when we hire, when we bring on new team members, that discussion is a big part of how we choose professionals, whether it be a partner or an analyst or anybody else that is working at the Evolution team. That mission is extremely important. So looking ahead, Richard, what does your crystal ball say for 2024? And I know that it's a prediction, but it's based on a lot of market knowledge. If you had to predict the cybersecurity investing climate for next year, will it be hot? How hot will it be? Do you think maybe it's going to be similar to this year? You know, I think putting that in context in that it is election year, we're going to see likely activity by adversaries to disrupt election, manipulate, misinform, however you categorize that activity. That's going to be in a greater context of certainly an uptick in attacks, an uptick in fraud, all of the malicious activity that we've seen grow over the last couple of years. When you think about the investment environment, to your point before, I think there will be larger investments made in some of the companies that kind of sat out 2023 on the fundraising side and are looking to add capital now to companies that are running more efficiently, implementing rule of 40, still growing nicely, sitting in that Goldilocks zone that we spoke about of high growth and efficiency. I think we're going to 
hover around that five-year average in terms of investment in this category, which again is healthy, it's stable, it demonstrates the attractiveness of this category. I don't think we'll reach the 21 and 2022 heights. And again, I think that's healthy. I think we're at a spot now where we're kind of that balance of supply and demand, the capital are just right for the market today. Great insights, Richard. Really appreciate you coming on to wrap up the year and really excited to get together with you at the end of Q1 to talk about what 2024 is looking like in January, February, and March of next year. Hey, Steve, I look forward to it. Wishing everybody a happy holiday and you know a great time to be with family and friends. And we look forward to 2024 and kicking off a new year and continue our partnership with you, Steve. This has been a great partnership, and 2024 will be another year to enjoy that. Well, thank you for that, Richard, and I certainly hope that partnership includes another invitation to your conference next year because it really was fantastic. Absolutely, Steve. I'm Steve Morgan, founder of Cybersecurity Ventures and editor-in-chief at Cybercrime Magazine. This interview is brought to you by Evolution Equity, an international venture capital investor partnering with exceptional entrepreneurs to develop market-leading cybersecurity and enterprise software companies. Visit evolutionequity.com to learn more. You can keep up with all of our media at cybercrimemagazine.com.